Well, um, we're in a silly, goofy mood. (laughs) (laughs) I started recording a little sooner than I should have, but anyway. That is fine. You are going to get the vibe of the day. Um, (laughs) Welcome back to the 20-something and Change podcast. I'm your host, Julia. I'm the other co-host, Brittany. Yeah, I guess we're co-hosts. Is that the word? Is that the right word? Yes. Oh, okay. Whatever. As you can tell, we're having a day. (laughs) Um, And this is the podcast where we talk about all things being in your 20s, all the changes you go through in your 20s, all the life experiences. And we are just happy to be here today. I feel like we are both in some silly moods, but um, it's going to be a good episode. Yeah, I think so. It's it's been a little bit since since we've recorded. So most of the episodes that we've put out so far have kind of been like a backlog. So we're recording one week in advance. Instead, we're mm-hmm. recording at basically eight thirty the Monday night before this episode's going to go live. So we're doing great. Thriving, <laughs> thriving. <laughs> it's been a day, but anyway, welcome back. Or welcome if it's your first time. Yes, Brittany, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself for those who might be new here? And then I'll give a little introduction. I really wanted to say the 20-something-year-old virgins, but... (laughs) (laughs) Not quite, not quite. (laughs) Maybe. No shame. I mean, whatever. Um, But yeah, if you're you're new to the podcast, so I'm, I'm Brittany. I'm a... I almost said 20 something, but I'm like mid twenties officially 25. Um, I'm a college graduate. I am an auditor, a wife, a mom of three under three. Two of those have tails. So two, two pups and a two year old son, Max. And yeah, I'm one half of the, the 20 something and change duo. Miss Julia. Love it. Um, I am Julia. I am a 24-year-old fiancé, grad student, and cat mom. And yeah, I live in Lynchburg, Virginia. Love it here. It's like small town Virginia in the mountains. We love it. Um, Yeah, that's a little bit about me. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm in Winchester, Virginia. That's probably didn't say that i also noticed that you did yours in like order of importance so fiance <laughs> student cat mom and i did mine in chronological order of like college and then here are my other life events so that's that's, where that's how we organize our lives well you could say i mean it's funny because i think on like my work bio or something there was somewhere i had to list like about myself and i was like i'm a cat mom grad student and then fiance came last and my mom texted me and she was like Love how you put fiance last and cat mom first. I'm like, well, that's just what's most important to me right now. So, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it'd be like that. Also, if you hear my dunking clicking around, no, you didn't. Mind your business. Mind your business. <laughs> Keep scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so she is drinking. What did you say you got from Duncan? Oh, it's a. Peach passion fruit refresher. So I shouldn't be drinking coffee at five o'clock in the afternoon, which maybe I should because I just fall asleep at eight thirty. 
but it's basically fancy juice. It's adult juice. That's the adult non-alcoholic juice. I guess that's what I'll say. And then I've got the adult alcoholic juice. We've got some Moscato running through our veins this evening. So we are having a good time. We are having a great time. But we are so glad you guys are here. Again, if you're new, welcome to the pod. If you're not new, thank you for listening up until this point. Today... (laughs) Yes. Um, we got a show for you. We, you are <laughs> in for a ride. <laughs> I feel like this is not the first episode you should be listening to because we're in a very silly mood, but it's okay if you are. Also, yeah, it, it's fun. It's a good time. Sometimes you need that pick me up, and laughs can be contagious. So just ignore tackling or join along, you know, whatever floats your boat. This is Brittany and Julia after dark. So <laughs> enjoy. Even though we're always recording after dark, this is like the after okay, dark. This is Brittany and Julia on like a minor mental health crisis. <laughs> <laughs> on the brink of absolute collapse. No, you're on the brink of collapse. I'm coming back for mine. <laughs> <laughs> we need to time that better where we're like simultaneous. Um, but nothing's getting done. <laughs> Right. <laughs> balance. We've got balance on the team here. You know, yin and yang. Yeah, it's fine. Speaking of on the brink of collapse, um, <laughs> we want to get into our highs and lows of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Do we? You go first. You go first. Sure. Okay. Um, we'll start it on a high note. We'll start it on a high note. Okay. So my high of the week is I got A's on my grad school final papers, which was a super high, um, considering I did not proofread any of them. And then my low of the week, we just had some mental health days, as we've hinted to here in the podcast. Um, Just some low mental health days. But you know what? Sometimes that's just how it goes. But that is my high and low of the week. How about you? So I think we share the same low. You know, I took, we basically took like a week off from recording and I've just been mentally recuperating. My dog opened his eyes because his name is in that word. So Cooper's meatballing it up behind me, but um, just trying to like mentally recuperate from a bunch of stuff going on, a bunch of mental fatigue. But the high is that I got to see my parents and my brothers this weekend. It was only for a couple of hours, but I haven't seen them since September in September, 2020. So we got to see them get, got to do a little bit of a Christmas. They got to see my son, which was super exciting. Um, And then we also got to see Max's brother for the first time since November of 2020. So he moved to Maine. And just with COVID and, you know, Maine is kind of far from Virginia. We haven't had a chance to see see him or come in as his wife. So we got to see them for a couple of hours on Sunday, which was really nice. So got to see, got to see all the fam and going to the in-laws for Christmas later this week. So excited about that. That's kind of, it's all family oriented. 
family oriented lately. We love that. I'm glad you got to see them. I know you were really excited. So that is a huge high, a huge high of the week. Yeah, no, that was, it was really exciting. It was a really long week because we went down, down to like Lynchburg. So where Julia's at, which is almost four hours. And we came back um, on Saturday and then we went up to Pennsylvania and back in the same day. So very exhausting, but definitely well worth it. So, yeah. Definitely. Do you want to share um, what you are loving recently? Oh, yeah. What I'm loving recently. Um, man, I had something and I just absolutely lost lost it. Um, so just like straight off the cuff is something super nerdy. But Max, so my husband Max, to be clear, um, got me a new notebook not that long ago. Well, I say that like last year. He got me this new notebook and I didn't really have a chance to use it. But this week I got to crack it open with a new pen and write in it, which was really nice. There's just something about like starting a new notebook. So that tells you a lot about who I am as a person, I guess. <laughs> Don't judge. But yeah, that's kind of what I'm learning recently. What about you? Well, that will tie well into our episode, I feel like, hint, hint. But, um, yeah, I have two things. I put something very simple, but that can bring you so much joy, and that is Advent calendars. Yes. Um, just the simple joy of opening up the little window. You got a little chocolate waiting for you every day. Or if you're me, you've eaten through the 24th, and it's only the 20th when we're recording. Um <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> We're unhinged. Um, just the simple joy of advent calendars. But I also had, and I want you guys to DM me on Instagram, not on the 20-something and change Instagram because Brittany hasn't seen it yet, but Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, if you have seen it, I am loving that recently, and I need you to DM me your thoughts on on the movie. Yeah, I will see it on Thursday when I go to my in-laws and I can drop my child off with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> nice. parents and actually go on a date. Um, yeah, no, we got an advent calendar too, or I guess I got Max one and we've just kind of like shared it together, but it's really nerdy. It's a Pokemon one, which was <gasps> stupid expensive, but each one has like mini figurines of a bunch of random Pokemon, which is super cool. So yeah, we've been, we've been going through that and they're like, they got Christmas hats and snowballs in their hands and stuff like that. It's got like a whole stage for them to set up on. Really lame, but we love it. It's fun every day. It's like, ooh, what do you think it's going to be? What's left? So. Where do you find? So I feel like I can only ever find chocolate or sock advent calendars. Where did you find that? Because I need to know. So I found that one at Target. And okay. I think I got it in like early November. So I know at one point Max was looking for one for me, the Harry Potter Lego one with like the minifigs. And I think he went in like before Black Friday and they were sold out. So you kind of got to go, go early. And it was in the toy section. So not around all the other Christmas junk, but actually like on the toy shelves. Cause I see the sock ones, but they're, they're always like with the Christmas stuff and, Right. Harry Potter socks. I'm like, how many pairs of socks do you need? 
I know I don't need 24 pairs of themed socks. That's the thing. It's like you have to find the right advent calendar. Mm-hmm. I can never yeah, find the good fun. ones. Yeah. No, I, I love it. We have to open ours for the day. I also got my dogs one and it like each day perfectly comes with two treats. So they both get one and they know what it means. Like I hold it up and they're like, oh, mom, it's time. And they both know to sit and like, just wait. Open it. So even my dogs get the joy of it. The joy of Christmas, the joy of advent calendars. <laughs> it's a simple joy. It is. <laughs> another simple joy is I've taken my toddler shopping for his own Christmas presents a number of times and I put them in a cart and then he forgets about them so Christmas morning he's just gonna be like oh, what I've never seen this before and I'm gonna be like you're so dumb because you're a baby <laughs> you were there <laughs> you fool object permanence is only halfway developed it's fine <laughs> oh. I was actually really smart I'll have to show you. We'll have to get on FaceTime another time and go through his, I want to say body parts, but that sounds a little weird, but he knows like all of his facial features and stuff like that, which is really cool. So yeah, he likes to point at his teeth. It's kind of (laughs) gross. He's a smart little human. I miss him. Yeah. We'll have to get together and exchange Christmas presents and you can see that guy. So you can terrorize your cats. Yes. (laughs) That is fine. <laughs> All right. We ready to get into the meat of things? No, I'm stretching. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was stretching as a symbol of I'm ready. Let's crack it down. I think every episode so far we said, let's get into the meat of things. <laughs> and we always mean it. You know what to expect from us, okay? <laughs> It's called trusting your things. Get into the name of things. It's called trusting your host and knowing that we're going to take you into the meat of things. Um, so as you can tell, I guess the mashed potato. No, they can. Can you have mashed potatoes as a vegan? As a vegan? Um, yeah, it's just potatoes, right? Okay, but do you like literally just crush up potatoes? Obviously, I know nothing about. I know very little about veganism, but when I make mashed potatoes, there's like milk and butter involved, and both of those aren't no-no. Oh, that's true. So it would be vegetarian, but not vegan. Yes. So for our vegan friends, uh, let's get into the carb of things. Carbs are usually safe. The carb of the episode. How about (laughs) the tofu of the episode? Ew. Tofu is good in nugget form. I will give it that. Only nugget form. Only nugget form. I will. If you know other recipes for tofu, let me know. I'm always willing to try it, but so far it's only my air fryer that makes it not taste like mush. It's like yeah. it, it. It feels like mashed potatoes without being mashed potatoes, and that's just disappointing. True. I'm with you. That's the only way I like tofu is like in a fried nugget form. Yeah. So let's, let's get into the, let's get into the good stuff. The good, good. good. So as you can tell from the title of this episode today, we are finally (laughs) talking about um, how to be quote unquote, that girl slash or guy or or whoever. 
um, just using that as a turn of phrase from like Instagram and TikTok, but how to be that person slash getting your stuff together. So just to kind of give a definition of what we mean by quote unquote, that girl or person, whoever you are, um, it's when you go on TikTok or Instagram and it's someone whose life looks perfectly aesthetic and they seem to just generally have their life together. So think when you're scrolling, sometimes there's like reels or TikToks of people who like show their morning routines and they have this like expensive shampoo, this long shower routine. They make this fancy coffee. They do their skincare. They go for worth. <laughs> they what? <laughs> so 32 steps worth of their skincare. The 32 step skincare process is important. Um, they go for a run. They do like a hobby all before they log on for work for the morning and just generally like seem to have their stuff together. And They're living so like a level 10 life. Yes. Like they've just leveled up in a way that you feel like you just cannot be and you just like want to be that person. So if you know, you know, that's kind of what we're referencing in this episode. And um, we're going to talk about the way to attain that in an attainable sense. So being that person is kind of this unattainable, unrealistic goal, but you can live a well-balanced and realistic life that makes you feel like that person or that you've got your stuff together. Yeah, I think the attainability factor is a really big point because it, you know, social media is just, it's it's totally fake. I mean, you only show what you want to show. And obviously there are some people who keep it really, like really real. But at the end of the day, like it's, you're not going around with a camera 24 seven with them. So they're only showing what they want to show. And sometimes it's not attainable. And that's okay. Um, my husband's like creeping in with <laughs> wrapping and scissors. So Hello, Max. Don't fall, honey. You want to say hi? Hello. That's that's Big Max, Daddy Max. Bye. Bye. I'll be out. <laughs> I'll see my Our guest star of the day. Yeah, we'll have to get him in on an episode because he got funny things to say. He's opinionated, even if he doesn't say it. <laughs> so, but yeah, it that attainability factor is really what we wanted to touch on. Um, and I don't even think like I don't I don't do reels or really spend a whole lot of time on, or I guess presenting myself on social media to be like that. I'll say that girl because I, I do identify as she, her, but. <clears throat> You know, it's it's kind of when people show their best foot forward or their best, you know, they're living their best life. They've, they've got their ish together, basically. But I think it's really important to note that we do not have it together, <laughs> number one. And number two, again, it's all just a front. But you still can strive to live, like, a well-balanced, full, and happy lifestyle. It's... It just takes effort. Like, unfortunately, being happy takes effort. I wish it didn't. Because that'd be so nice. Like, mental health crisis wouldn't 
wouldn't be frequent. But here we are. Yes. Happy, so. Happiness is a verb, even though it's a noun. It's a verb. Um, Grad student. <laughs> <laughs> listen. Listen. Um, but yeah, this is kind of going to be your guide to being that person um, on an attainable level and how to build your own kind of highlight reel of your life because it really is at the core of it when we see these reels and these TikToks, it's a lot of people just kind of romanticizing their life. And so even though you might see some girl who is like having this awesome morning routine, that's like just one segment of her day. And it's also probably her romanticizing the highlights of her life. So you can do that too. And you can kind of have this um, attainable happiness that Brittany was talking about. So today we're going to talk about some actionable steps on how to do that. Yeah. And, and we'll also end up, you know, as we go throughout the week after this drops, we'll try to do like a daily recap of some of the tips so you can maybe strive for like each thing each day. So yeah. I feel like when you see those highlight reels, it's, these are habits that people have worked towards for a very long time, or maybe they've got a day off so they really can do like their full 15 part morning routine that, you know, is their ideal routine and maybe not the every day. So again, kind of going back to that, it's your best presentation of yourself. But I don't think, I don't think we're gonna get too far into romanticizing your life. They're definitely, you know, podcast episodes, YouTube videos on kind of the detail of what it means and how to do that on the day, day by day. But I think like we'll talk about it in general terms. And again, that attainable, realistic sense of romanticizing your life, being that person, getting it together. Definitely. So with that, do you want to kind of just kick it off with our list of some actionable steps toward toward getting your ish together? Yeah. So I'm going to start with like one of my favorite, favorite things. Um, and it's called closing the loop. So closing the loop kind of corresponds with like the to-do list. You know, everybody's got a constant running to-do list. If it's for work, if you're in school, if you're a stay-at-home parent, it's like, I've got to do, like, this is what I want to do today. Typically, those are things that kind of have, like, a deadline, and there's so much power in creating a to-do list. I think we've all made a to-do list that's like, oh, I need to do these 15 things for the day, and half of them really don't have to get done. And then you add like three things that you've done during the day that are so minuscule, they didn't need to be on the to-do list, but you added them just to feel good. I do that every day. Literally, if it's just make sure I eat lunch, like I'm going to check that off because that's powerful. <laughs> but <clears throat> so there, there's power behind the to-do list. And the to-do list is one of my favorites because it's, it's something you can do every day and it doesn't have to be big. It, it can be three items of these are the three things I want to do today. 
but I think one of the most attainable things you can do is sit down and make a to-do list, whether it's a master to-do list, which is, you know, kind of like a big brain dump. And if you're not into journaling, it's a really easy way to get a lot of the things that are crowding your mental space and getting them on paper or, you know, digitally. So it's, it's kind of out of your head and you can refer back to it instead of the constant, I need to remember to do this. I need to remember to do this. Even though you remember it, when you have the time to do it, you might not. So having it in a tangible form has some significant power and you can get that kind of instant gratification of checking something off or the motivation to work to check something off. So I know, Julia, you're like a big to-do person too. Always, always on the sticky notes. I remember that in college, just like littered around your desk. It's like sticky note central. I don't I'm know if you've ever that way. I'm <laughs> still that way. <laughs> um, my desk at work, you should see it. It is littered with sticky notes. There is just something so satisfying about writing something down and crossing it out. And then for me, that added layer is taking the sticky note when it's done and tearing it up and throwing it away. And then it's like mentally, it's not in my head anymore. It's on the paper. And then when I tear it up, it's done. It's gone. So there is something so satisfying about that. Exactly. And then, so the the first piece that I had kind of mentioned along with the to-do list is called closing the loop. And I don't want to get too in detail about it, but because there's a whole podcast on it and it's, it's called the, um, the ultimate health podcast. It's, it's a really good podcast. Sometimes it gets kind of intense, but this episode I really love it's episode 314 and it's called focus Friday, closing the loops. And it's very similar to a to-do list, but there, there are some variations. Again, I'm not going to get into it please definitely go and and take a listen. But kind of a brief recap is to make a list of all of your unfinished tasks that you've been avoiding for weeks, months, or like it could even be years. Like, oh, I'd love to organize a couple of papers in, in my office. Is it a priority? Absolutely not. But it's something that I think about and just doing that would clear up a lot of headspace for me. So it's, it's making kind of that similar to do list, but it, it, it just varies a little bit. So it's, it's stuff that you've really been avoiding. These can take five minutes. It could take five days to complete them. Who knows? But you know, you kind of go through and you prioritize and organize physically, you know, that tangible list and, you know, work through it very similar to a to-do list. It's just kind of the content of the list is a little bit different. So highly encourage you to take a listen to that, get back and tell us like what you think of it. Cause I'm going to make Julia listen to this as well. Um, I'm going to like re-listen to this episode from the ultimate health podcast. I come back to it like every six months and you know, it's perfect for coming up on the new year. <clears throat> Just take a listen. Let me know what you think. Maybe give what they call a loop day a chance. So all in all, you know, making a list of what you've got to do, whether it's a to-do list or a loop list, and knock it out. Like, I feel like that's your first, first attainable step. 
I love that. I'm excited to listen to that episode. You've hyped it up. I'm very excited now. <laughs> yeah, I've mentioned it a couple of times, but yeah. I'm like, I never remember the episode number, but I made sure I had it for this recording. So 314, Closing the Loops, Ultimate Health Podcast. Perfect. Do we want to get into the next actionable step? Did you have anything else on that that piece at all? No. No, your turn. Awesome. So my next step is to get your finances in order and track your spending. (laughs) Um, This is easier said than done, I feel like, for everybody in at least some regard. But really getting your stuff together isn't always going to be surface level. It can also be something really important and serious, like getting your finances together. But this is something that can really just help, again, kind of like with that first step, clear your headspace, get something down on paper, get your finances together, getting yourself in order. So one of the first things, and it really depends on where you are in your finance journey, but for me, one of the first things I did was take a look at my bank account Um, because I used to be at a point in my life where I could spend money from my paycheck and I didn't necessarily have to track it because I always knew I was going to have enough and I never exceeded that. But that in and of itself, I mean, we can debate this. I mean, you might not agree, but, um, and I say we as like the person listening, but you, I'd say that's not necessarily a healthy habit. It's good to know where your money's going And the first step for me was really taking a look at my bank account and writing down, okay, like, here's what I spent on food or DoorDash, which was astronomical. I don't even want to talk about what I spent on DoorDash when I was making what I used to make. Um, That was like my number one expense. Um, DoorDash, you know, here's what I spent on things like Spotify, my streaming services, and really breaking it down and getting a sense of, okay, here's what I'm spending. And then from there, what I did was I created an actual budget, an actual spreadsheet that said, okay, here is my take-home pay. Here's what I can afford and comparing it to what I was spending. And thankfully, I was on the right side of that. But it's good to kind of see that and understand what you can be spending versus what you are spending. So getting that down on paper and then really taking the time to, I don't want to say you have to always adhere. Well, you should adhere to a budget, but sometimes your budget can look different, different months. Maybe you're not spending as much on like food one month. So you might spend more on things like maybe you like to shop for clothes. So like it can fluctuate a little bit each month, but I think having those actionable steps toward being aware of what you're spending and keeping a guideline for yourself is really important. So that is what I would say for getting your finances in order and really just tracking your spending. Yeah. And you know, I can't, we can't move on from this topic without getting some two cents from the accountant. The accountant herself. (laughs) Here, here she is though. I will say I qualify as an auditor, not an accountant. I did study accounting. True. Don't ask me to do any actual real accounting things, please. (laughs) (laughs) I will not taxes also. (laughs) Um, But just a couple of things to like, keep in mind 
dealing with your finances is intimidating. Nobody really likes to talk about money. That's part of the reason we're talking about it is nobody wants to, but we've all kind of got the same questions, especially, you know, at this point in our lives, specifically me and Julia, Julia and I, that was grammatically incorrect. And I am so sorry. Um, You know, we've, we've got stable jobs. We've kind of been developing our careers for a while. We're not, you know, we're not living independently and just having to focus on ourselves. I'm, I have to consider my husband's income. I have to consider daycare costs. I have to consider gas and food for three and all sorts of other things that, that go into, you know, living a life. Julia, her and Peter, Brent, all, you know, all sorts of things that you have to consider when you're out on your own, or even if you're, you're not out on your own, like there's no shame in living with your parents to get in a better financial situation. Or even if you just like living with your parents, there's no shame. But most people from, you know, typically about 16, 17 years old, if they have the chance up until, you know, kind of the day that they die, have some focus on finances. Um, but all of that to kind of come to say, you know, yes, having a budget is a really good idea. I'll be honest. I don't have mine figured out just yet. We've had some fluctuations in, in spending or not spending, but in, in income streams and stuff like that. So we're, we're readjusting, but make sure to do some research on budget tools. Like if you find one and it doesn't work, like maybe you're a paper pencil person and you like to actually sit down and write it out. Maybe there's a planner that includes that and you can use that or look for different apps. There are hundreds. It could be a plain old Excel worksheet or a Google Sheets thing. You know, figure out what works best for you. You don't necessarily have to pick one and stick with it. Just give some a try. And then kind of on the same note, you know, you need to be aware of what you're spending. But I will stress this with so much importance is also have an idea of like your savings goals. You know, there are so many different ways to go about it. There are apps that can help. Like I personally use Acorns. I love it. I can spend at Target and do the roundup. And before I know it, I've got $5 that have already been, you know, dumped into a savings account. And for me, that's growing. That's an investment because it's an acorns and it's getting reinvested, which is great, which, you know, I'm not telling anybody to get into the investing field, but I know what kind of goals from a savings perspective we have. Like we want to go on vacation. How do we do that? We have to save, you know, we want our son to be able to go to college or do whatever he wants to do with his life. If it's technical school, open a restaurant, whatever he wants to do, we want to be able to financially help him we need to start planning for that. So that's something to keep in mind too. take some time and dedicate to research because finances are not something that you want to have to struggle with. So the more research you put in to finding out what's going to work for you, the better off you'll be because you'll know what's out there. And that's kind of half the battle, especially when it comes to money. So that's kind of the two cents from, from the accountant. Um, this is also something I'm really, I really love to talk about and it'll be one of our little features for this week is tax season is coming up as much as I hate it. But 
a lot of people are into a new phase of life and we're going to do like a little like drop of knowledge of tax forms that you should be kind of pulling together to get ready for tax season. So everybody's going to have to file kind of a couple of things that you should keep an eye on. So little, little tidbit of information that'll be coming later this week. So that is all the accountant has to say on finances. I'll shut up now. (laughs) (laughs) No. And that's such a good point. It's like, this isn't meant to shame anybody. Like no matter where you are on your financial journey, you know, the first step is just kind of acknowledging where you are. So just take that first step, whatever that first step looks like for you and work on your spending savings goals. Yeah. Awesome. Do we want to get into our next actionable step? I'm going to let you take this one because this is like my soapbox and you know, I will not shut <laughs> up. So I've already chewed their ear off about finances. So I will try to keep some of my two cents to myself. I'll let you take the lead on this one. I know this is your bread and butter. Um, get organized, use a planner. And Brittany is the number one advocate for the happy planner. So if you want to do You've moved on. You moved on this year. Yeah. It became too much. Oh my it, goodness. So the happy Yeah. I love the happy planner, but there's like such a community around it. And it's like buy the sticker books and put the things in so it all looks clean and pretty. And I'm like, yes, but no. It's really hard to make it functional without dedicating some time to it. And I didn't have that. So I moved on to it's actually a college planner by Sophia Lee. She's got a blog. It's called by Sophia Lee. And it just combines a bunch of stuff together. So take a look at that. That's my soapbox. I'm done. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm probably going to turn to you some more for this one because now I'm interested. Your year's coming up. You need a new one. You do. Um, but yeah, this one, we'll keep this one kind of brief because it's pretty self-explanatory, but I mean, I'll be honest, I used to use a planner. I don't use a physical planner anymore. I much prefer my digital planner, my um, just like Google reminders, because those go straight to my phone. And I can remember when I have a doctor's appointment two days before. Um, It works for me. It's a system that works for me. (laughs) So whatever it looks like for you, whether that's a physical pen and paper planner Um, And, you know, like Brittany was saying, there's that happy planner where if you get enjoyment out of like this planner sticker books and, you know, just organizing your planner like that, that's totally fine and cool. But at the root of it, it's just getting organized because there is nothing worse than missing an important date or an important reminder. So get organized however makes sense for you. Yeah, and that kind of goes right into our next point of organizing your home. So I think minimalism is a really big thing going on right now or, you know, kind of part of being that that person is just having that minimalist lifestyle. And I am not a minimalist by any means, but I think it's really important that you declutter your space it clutter is a stressor in general. I know there's like scientific studies behind that. 
I don't know the entire statistics on it, but clutter is stressful. Having a place for everything keeps your space from being invaded by stuff you don't need, stuff you don't want. You know, it it all around just kind of boosts your mood and also like a clean space nine times out of 10 for most people is a nice space. Like it's just more relaxing. It's more inviting. And like when you're home, that's, that's your safe haven. You want that to be like a calm, relaxing space. Like you don't want to have to be cleaning up all the time because you don't have a place for something like that just means you have too much stuff. Get rid of your stuff. I mean, within reason, obviously, but do you need that necklace that somebody made you out of macaroni in like third grade? No. Throw it away. (laughs) I say that because I threw away something that I had from like third grade that I didn't even know I had. My mom gave it to me and she was like, oh, this was yours. And I'm like, I don't care. Thanks. And then it just (laughs) stuck with me for like three moves and I finally got rid of it. So clean your house, get, get organized, like in general, make the to-do list, get your finances in order, get a planner, clean your house or clean your space. I will say with cleaning your space too. So I live in a tiny 700 something square foot apartment and we moved from a thousand something square foot apartment. So naturally we have less space for more things that we had at our old place. One of the things that's helped me is just going room by room And like Brittany kind of said, finding a home for everything. If it doesn't have a home and you don't need it, it goes. It's got to go. So that's just one piece of of advice I'll I'll share. And don't let it overwhelm. Like do the best you can with what you have. Yeah, there there are like so many methods to getting things on order. Some people are just like, take a trash bag. And if it doesn't bring you happiness, dump it. Or if you don't need it or use it, dump it if you... Have it, worn it, donate it, like whatever. Sometimes you need to buy furniture, like it happens to, to make things work or make things fit that you can't get rid of or really don't want to, but, you know, work towards the solutions to, to give everything a home. Or I don't promote throwing your stuff away, but sometimes a home might need to be the trash can. Like those third grade macaroni necklaces. (laughs) Yeah. Or those plastic cups from who knows where. Everybody's got one. Some souvenir cup somewhere. I have a bunch. I'm not going to lie. I'm too afraid to get rid of them, but I need to. (laughs) Be like that. So, yes. Get your ish organized. And then... These next couple points, I don't know how much we're going to really expand on these, but just saying no to things that don't serve you and saying yes to new opportunities, even if they're scary. Um, I mean, they're pretty self-explanatory. I mean, when you say yes to things that don't serve you, you are expending your mental energy, your physical energy on things that you can just be spending it much more positively. So say no to certain things. Don't be afraid to say no. And then say yes to things that might be scary because those can kind of help you get your ish together. Say yes to new, I like to say career development opportunities. Those are always great. Um, Say yes to new social outings. So for instance, 
this past weekend, we actually hosted a couple of friends over and I am always the type of person who hates hosting people. I hate having people in my space, but I said yes, because I said, you know what, this is something I've never really done in a formal capacity. Like, I don't feel like when Brittany visits, I have to host. I just feel like my best friend is there. <laughs> um, obviously make the apartment couch. Make the apartment not look like a mess, but um. <laughs> so I said yes to hosting a couple of work friends over and you know what? It was a lot of fun and I'm really glad I did it. So saying no and saying yes when you need to. Yeah. Like your time and your energy are so valuable. Like sometimes there are things that you can't get out of and some things you might be, I guess, dreading. But, you know, again, it's all about what serves you. Like if something is stressing you out to the point that like it's unhealthy, maybe that's something you need to say no to. But again, at the same time, like sometimes you have to overcome some, I don't want to say anxieties, but, you know, some of your tendencies, if you normally say no to outings with friends or with coworkers or whatever it might be, then you could be missing out on future developments. And this kind of goes back to our our relationship, like our maintaining and creating new relationship episodes. Sometimes it's okay to say yes, even if it's not entirely what you want to do. Like, you know yourself best. Know what, know what could be really good for you. But also, you know, at the end of the day, like, all we're going to support, like, we've said it, I think, on every episode, just take care of yourself. Like, you know you, take care of you, say no when you know you need to, but also don't be afraid to say yes. Like, you could get really great things out of it. So we had, you know, kind of on a similar note, not this past weekend, but I think the weekend before we had some friends, they invited us to lunch. And lunch ended up turning into dinner with a couple of their other friends. And we ended up having like a fantastic time. We ended up staying a lot longer than we thought we were. We are usually the no couple. We've got, you know, we've got baby Max. That's stressful. We don't like bringing, bringing him in to be an extra stressor on situations. But we ended up having a fantastic time. So and that's just kind of an example of just... Don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone because you could end up meeting your best friend. I don't remember how I do remember, but I'm sure I was anxious the first event that we had to go to and we ended up meeting at because you're, Oh, your mom, it was your mom that like, Oh, it was some, some college event, like right at the beginning. And we were all just like, eh, we don't want to do this. It's a thing with our parents. And then mama Brewster, she's like, you guys look like twins. Or not, but thanks. But we did look like twins. I remember it was like there were tables that we had to go to. I don't remember what it was, but I think it was just like the open. So we were both in the honors program when we started. And so I think it was their like showcase of different events for the school. Like we've got the question team and we've got this and that and this and that and or like this degree and the special classes for the honors program. That was another thing. They were like, oh, go check this one out. This is what, this is the teacher that does it. You know, this is what you'll do. It was really random for 
the day, but nobody wanted to do that. We were kind of forced into it. But it worked out because now we're best friends. Five years in, baby. Yeah. You're stuck with me. You can't go anywhere. I did move, so. I do have a legally binding contract with my husband. (laughs) You can't go anywhere from my life. I'll phrase it. No, definitely. (laughs) I don't, I don't have any sisters. So you're the closest thing my kid has to an aunt. Oh no, my husband has sisters. (laughs) From my side, that's what I mean. (laughs) Cut that out, cut that out. (laughs) Editing Julia. Sorry, Justice. Sorry, Olivia. (laughs) She meant on her side, her biology. fine i'm tired oh that's totally irrelevant but it just brings me to this weekend so i said we saw max's brother max and his brother look a lot alike they also dress a lot alike they really love flannel and they love carhartt beanies they both have a matching black carhartt beanie well they look so much alike that my son just kept calling uncle isaiah daddy we're like for like five hours we're like max Where's daddy? And he would, oh, he's right there. And he is like pointing at his uncle. And it is hilarious. We got him in the same room. Like Max was sitting on his father's lap. (laughs) And he was like eating fruit. And he kept trying to feed it to his uncle. And he's like, daddy, bite. This is like, (laughs) no. That's not your father. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. it was something. We tried to trip him up a couple of times and he'd still just be like, no, that's my dad. Like, <laughs> like sitting with his dad and he's like, no, that guy. That guy over there. So, Little man. <laughs> Max does not have his life together. Let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> Little Max needs to listen to this episode. <laughs> How to identify your father. <laughs> no, he just needs to listen to his mother. I am the momager. <laughs> I am. What is her, what's her name? Chris? Chris Kardashian. Chris Jenner. Yeah. Chris Jenner. Whatever. Whatever Kardashian. I know. Whatever last name it is. So much to keep up with. Wow. What a turn. What a turn of events. So, yeah. That's, I mean, that's kind of the end of, of what we had for attainable, attainable steps to get your ish together. Um, You know, become that person, romanticize your life. Look forward to the little things, kind of get get yourself in order. You know, this is this is a great time of year to do that. A lot of people have some extra time off for the holidays. You know, there's we're gonna do a whole episode kind of on like resolutions, affirmations, aspirations, all of that stuff for the new year, which is obviously just an arbitrary date. But it's a really nice reset button for a lot of people. So this is a really good time to kind of get your stuff in order before then. So you can, I guess, you know, live your best life in 2022. That's, that's all we're striving to do is like, live your best life. Take care of yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah. And that, that ties right into, you know, our little ending portion of the day. I guess of the episode where we share our self-care tip or goal of the week. So Julia, what's yours? 
Yes, my self-care tip of the week. It might seem a little bit surface level, but I have been doing this like probably once a week is just to light a candle and take a bath and put your phone away, put everything away and just vibe out, get zen and enjoy some peace and quiet. That is my self-care tip of the week. We love that. We love that. What is your self-care tip of the week? Mine really goes in line with this episode. So I, I'm getting ready to get really, really busy for work. So my my firm, kind of most of our team just takes off basically like the week of Christmas and the week after because then we go into like insane hours, but that is what it is. So starting, I guess, the day that this drops, um, I have off up until the third of the year. So that first Monday. And I just want to clean my house. Like I have a lot of stuff that's kind of piled up and needs a space, but I've been so tired that I just haven't had time to dedicate to actually finding it a space or getting rid of it. Like kind of just got to pull stuff out, work through things. Um, and hopefully, you know, I want to clean my house really, really well before we go away for Christmas, um, for a couple of days. So that way I can come back to a clean home. Clean your space. Yeah. I realize that you're not supposed to tell people when you're going away from Christmas, but I have a really good alarm system, so don't try me. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Do not try her. (laughs) Do not. Um, what is your, so do we want to do our gold check-in from the last episode? Yeah. I mean, our self-care tip and like goal of the week kind of, kind of go together, but, um, so that is, you know, my self-care is cleaning my space, but that's also my goal of the week. But last week's goal, I believe was to put up my Christmas decor. My husband put up the tree. My tree is not decorated. I think I have a glitter tree floating around here somewhere, and I put a mini tree in my son's room. I did not decorate, but that's kind of where I'm just, just going to be at because it's the 20th. Tomorrow's the 21st when this drops, and it is what it is. Ain't nobody seen my house. It's for you, and you know what? Having a tree up is nice. Yeah, this time just this year's not needed. But what about you? What what was your goal for last week? How'd that go? Oh, I did do it. I wrote that I did not do it, but I did. Um, my goal was to deep clean slash organize my house. So we're going one room at a time. Um, Getting together. Yes, and I did. We did. We've done two rooms now. We've done our living room and our bedroom. So we met our goal for the week. And that is my upcoming goal too, is to organize another room of my house this weekend. So we are thriving. Got our ish together. Kind of. Working on it. We're working on it. Takes effort. Does. So yeah, that's a really good, good stopping point for us to, you know, wrap up. Hopefully you guys gained a little something out of this. If not, I mean, we're not saying anything revolutionary by any means, but, you know, get it together because 
We just want everybody to thrive. We're going into 2022. It is going to be a better year. Nobody do anything rash. Stay calm. Focus on yourself so that this can all go away and we can get back to something of normal. I don't know what that looks like anymore, but you know, if you haven't, if you listen this far, thank you. If you haven't heard our other episodes, you know, go back. We've got a couple out now. Listen to the pilot. Some of our our other episodes get to know us a little bit better. And we look forward to, forward to chatting with you guys next week. Yes. And we will have our Instagrams linked down below in case you want to follow along with us there too. Yeah. But keep, yeah. An eye out, keep an eye out on stories for our little get your ish together tips and tricks. Yes, ma'am. Well, with that, do we want to say bye, besties? No, I like talking to you. We haven't talked for a while. I know. <laughs> we'll have to keep talking when we when we finish recording. <laughs> so that's a wrap for this week. Bye, besties. Thanks for listening. Bye, besties. Talk to you soon.